Welcome to Critical Blues Reviews. I'm your host, Critical. What's the word, everyone? I hope everyone is having a great April Fool's Day. Um, I'm going to make the most of today. Uh, I got some sad news earlier I'll talk about later on at the end of the podcast. But I'm still going to try to bring the energy all the way up to the top notch because I believe that person would want us to build and uh, grow. So, yes, what's the word, everyone? And we're going to keep things moving along. And uh, I wanted to give a shout out to everyone that is making me last by giving listener support for the podcast. Thank you so much for that. And uh, others, please, you know, you can just uh, donate 99 cents a month. That's all. It's not that much at all. Just make me last by giving listener support for the podcast. And I uh, appreciate everyone that's out there lending me your ears. And today we will be reviewing... Shazam! Yeah, not like the other show, uh, or the other movie starring Shaquille O'Neal called Kazam. And there's another one, I believe, where Sinbad was a genie or something like that, that rumor. No, but it's Shazam. So, just to give you a logline of this film, it's about a misunderstood teen that is taken in by a caring foster family, which he rejects their love for him. He's then granted with powers and a body of an adult, which he later puts his family in danger. Now, the director of this film, you have David F. Sandberg. He directed Lights Out, Annabelle Creation. And you also have the writers of the film. You have Henry Gaiden. He wrote Earth to Echo. And you have Darren Lemke. He wrote Turbo, Goosebumps, and Shrek Forever. Now, the characters of this film, you have Shazam, played by Zachary Levi. You might have seen him in the TV show Chuck, and he's also in the movie Thor, The Dark World. And I I remember Chuck. I used to try to get past Chuck just to watch Heroes. And shout out to Ross, because he loved Chuck. I remember we had a discussion about why I don't think Chuck the TV show Chuck was cool and I, I hated that TV show I just wanted to get the heroes I won't say I hated it it wasn't terrible but it just rubbed me the wrong way because I you know it wasn't that pre uh show that I wanted to watch until t- you know until uh heroes so you know it, it was whatever but shout out to you Ross and uh also we have Dr. Thaddeus Savannah played by Mark Strong you might have seen him on Kingsman the uh the first one and he's been on Kingsman the Golden Circle and also Deep State. You also have the Wizard Shazam, played by Digimon Manso. You might have seen him on Blood Diamond and Guardians of, Guardian of the Galaxy. And also he was in Captain Marvel. And that's the cool thing about this is Captain Marvel, you know, uh, actually Shazam had the name Captain Marvel first. It's just they didn't copyright it before Cap before Marvel did Captain Marvel. So it's cool that uh, Digimon has been in captain marvel the marvel version and also he's in shazam the original captain marvel so that's cool uh so um we also have freddie freeman played by jack dylan grazer you might have seen him in it he was the kid with asthma if i believe that uh that was in it and he also played in beautiful boy you have billy actually yeah yeah billy billy batson 
you know that's the that's the kid that turns into shazam and he's played by asher angel you might have seen him in andy mack and driven to dance you have mary bromfield played by grace fulton she was in annabelle creation and also revenge which is the tv show i'm pretty sure you all have heard of that and you have victor rosquez rosquez i'm sorry (laughs) victor rosquez uh played by cooper andrews you might have seen him in the walking dead and halt and catch fire you have rosa vasquez played by marta millens you might have seen uh, her on High Maintenance and No Tomorrow. And you have Megan Good. Actually, yeah, Megan Good. Megan Good was on here. But I can't tell you who Megan Good is. Uh, but she was on Think Like a Man and Brick. And I, I met Megan Good before, actually. Uh, beautiful young lady. I used to have a little crush on her. Uh, I met her and her husband, uh, Devon Franklin. The girls at, at my job were going crazy for him, but I was looking at Megan. And uh, I remember one situation that happened with Megan where she came in. We were, I was working at a hotel at the time, and Megan came in the front door. And it was very interesting how the hotel um, lobby was set up because the setup is very spacious. So everybody can kind of like, you know, see everything. And there was no, we rarely had celebrities go through the back room so they would come in through the front but the cool thing about it is it it probably was uncomfortable at first but the cool thing about it is that it was a business hotel so most people would they didn't have time to step around and gawk and take pictures and ask for autographs because they had to go to their next meeting you know the next boardroom or whatever so you know and she came in through the front door tiptoeing in heels and I'm standing there and shout out to you, Rob. I, I was standing next to the concierge and we looking at her tiptoeing in through the front door with her hand to her lips saying, shh, like, you know, like it's a secret that she's coming in and she's just tiptoeing. And it was like a long walk to get to the elevator. She tiptoed from the front door all the way to the elevator. And we we're just looking at her like, what the hell is she doing? You know? So then eventually she got it that, uh, you know, nobody cares. You know, you can do whatever you want to do. Suddenly she was cool after that. And I ran into her beautiful sister and I, I didn't know how beautiful her sister was and I didn't speak. And so her sister made it be known that, hey, I need to speak. So she was like, you know, hello, you know, like like that. And I kind of was like, you know, stuttered and stuff. But yeah, she was bad. But anyway, uh, back to the story. So I'm gonna give you all the history of Shazam, the comic book. So now Shazam is formerly known as Captain America, as I mentioned. Uh, they were uh, he was Captain America in the Fawcett comics, and later brought to DC comics. Comics, and you have Captain Marvel. His first appearance appearance was in Wiz Comics number two in February of 1940, which was published by the Fawcett Comics. And you have Billy Batson. You know he was a boy uh, that turns into a full-grown man when he yells Shazam. So it beholds the acronyms of the six immortal elders, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. So all of that, all of those letters spell, the first letter of those words spell Shazam with an exclamation point. So Shazam has the powers of of superhuman strength, speed, flight, electric generation, (laughs) 
electric generation, excuse me, and absorption, plus more. Uh, for Detective Comics, uh, it they actually had beef with Shazam, if you want to think of it like that. Detective Comics sued Fawcett Comics and Republic Pictures for copyright infringement in 1941. It was alleged that Captain Marvel was based off of Superman. So Fawcett Comics eventually shut down its comic division, firing uh, most of his comic book staff, uh, or all of them. You had Otto Binder and Kurt Schaffenberger, who ended up at DC. And Schaffenberger, little sneaky, kind of snuck in an authorized cameo of Captain Marvel in the story. And that story was in Supergirl's, excuse me, Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, number 42 in 1963. It was back then, you know, she didn't even have, she wasn't just Lois Lane. It had to be Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, you know. So, uh, you know, you know how they thought back then. So anyway, in the 1960s, during the silver age of comic books, uh, the Fawcett comics uh, wasn't able to revive Captain Marvel. So DC decided to bring the Captain Marvel property into print because Marvel Comics had already established Captain Marvel as a comic book trademark, DC had to publish their own book under the name of Shazam. So that's how, like, they had the name first. Fawcett Comics had Shazam, I mean, excuse me, had Captain Marvel first. But going through what they were going through, the back and forth of the appearance of Shazam versus Superman and things of that nature, uh, eventually Marvel got the upper hand and trademarked the name Captain Marvel before Shazam could trademark the name Captain Marvel. So it ended up being Shazam. So as for the story, I don't want to get too much into the story. I don't want to give too much away because it comes out next weekend. Uh, the story is about family and about being together. I'll give you that. And it's very compassionate and it had heart. So I'll give you that much. Uh, the likes, uh, the character was really good. The characters, I, I love the characters in this film. Um, very fine story. Uh, they, it was very comedic and uh, there was a light side to it and plenty of laughs. And the foster family themselves and the parents. I mean, they were, I mean, they made you feel at home when you were watching this film. What I didn't like about it, uh, if you all remember Ghostbusters, the first one, the demon dogs from Ghostbusters, well, they kind of appear in this movie. I'll just leave it at that. And they speak without opening their mouths and it's kind of corny. And it's not nothing that you would be like, oh, why are you spoiling this? I mean, it's stupid for me. I thought it was stupid. Um, but anyway, I mean, you don't know where that's going to happen or where that's going to come from. And at certain times, the movie did feel cheesy. And the villain was bland, but they gave it a backstory to make the villain feel well-rounded. But it, it was a bland villain. It was nothing like uh, uh, a villain that you can remember you know it, it kind of fell by the wayside a little bit or a little bit below average I, it wasn't a terrible villain but it was like a below average villain somebody may argue average uh the characters i felt were fun and enjoyable freddie freeman actually is the classmate to billy batson uh he was the most amusing character Darla, Darla Dudley is actually the foster sister to Billy Batson, and she was the most adorable. Now, just to kind of give you a heads up, there are two post-credit scenes on this film, or in this film, after the film, I should say. So you could stick around for that. Uh, and also, too, just to give you an idea what I felt this film compared to, 
if you remember the movie Big with Tom Hanks, Goonies, Supergirl, the horror element of Supergirl, not the, not the storyline, the horror element of Supergirl. Supergirl was kind of dark. It had no storyline. It was kind of weird. But, you know, Supergirl was kind of dark. Uh, if you remember the Supergirl the movie, which I love. Actually, I love Supergirl better than Superman 1 for some reason. Uh, but, yeah, but when I come to find out, it didn't even have, like, a real story or a real plot. But, yeah, but, like, the horror element of Supergirl and a rated PG 13th of Deadpool. That's what I felt the mixture uh, of this film was. And uh, it's funny what they're doing now. What they're doing, they have like a fake Aquaman 2 poster. So you might see like an Aquaman 2, uh, not poster, but video uh, circulating. And when you click on the video to Aquaman 2, is actually another trailer for uh shazam so you just got shazam rolled not rick rolled you got shazam rolled yeah that was terrible anyway um let's go ahead and get to the to the rating so from what i've seen in this film and unfortunately i kind of got the beginning cut off a little bit kind of ended up there a little late but it's fine it's okay it didn't it didn't uh i don't think it affected the my my rating that much but the rating of Shazam I give this rating a whopping wholehearted that's what I give this rating that's what I give it so hopefully you all enjoyed you know my podcast and feel satisfied with the rating that I give it that I gave it and so wait what what's wrong I didn't I didn't give a rating what you you weren't you weren't paying attention what were you distracted by my commercials oh okay I get it okay well at least you were still listening to me so I I don't mind repeating what I gave the rating okay so I give Shazam with exclamation point I give this film eight and a half sparkly fingers yes uh you'll get it they might talk about it in the trailer but yes eight and a half sparkly fingers and uh yeah so hopefully you all will go out this weekend check that movie out uh i was saying i was feeling a little bit down because uh one of you know my uh artists that i like to listen to you know passed away uh Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. I actually met him. That's why I feel a little down because I actually met him. I went to his store in California and bought some clothing for him, from him. And I met him at, in 2013. It was at a hip hop music award show. And we, he was real good. Came over, you know, came by, was talking to me. You know what I mean? We were, like looking at videos in his phone. I mean, real good, cool dude, man. So it was real sad. But yeah, so, you know that's uh you know why i felt a little down because you know i actually met you know that dude and he was trying to do good things great things actually but yeah but um for those who you know are going to see the film yeah leave me a message tell me what you think tell me if you agree with the same story or same rating you can hit me up at critical blues reviews k-r-i-t-i-c-a-l B L U E R E V I E W S. 
blue, uh, critical blue review and it might i think you might need to take that off but that's on instagram and so and also you can catch me on facebook or yeah but i would say just hit me up on instagram for right now i will have more opportunities for you guys to reach out and give me your opinion on what you think all right all right y'all take it easy and enjoy your day all right happy april fools to you guys and i april fooled you that's what i did when you thought that i gave the rating during the commercial and i did i april fooled you anyway all right y'all have a good one all right one